I've not taken a single penny from any country. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. News analysis and opinion. It's the Elijah Har Show on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Well, we've got breaking news today in Jefferson City. We talked about this on the show yesterday. Court case in Jefferson City today about the abortion referendum. Secretary Ashcroft has written the language for the abortion referendum. ACLU doesn't like it. They sued, took him to court today. Joining us now on the show, Secretary Ashcroft. Secretary, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for this. I it, it's a, I love when we can get the, the players involved on the day everything's going down. You were in court today. Uh, yeah, the office was in court. The uh, American Civil Liberties uh, they had uh, sued us with regard to some ballot language that hadn't yet been certified yet. And um, the law is very clear that you can't sue until the ballot language is certified. It's just more of the games that the ACLU likes to play in court when the law doesn't go their way. And they got rightfully dismissed by the judge in Cole County today. So you've not, the, the language is not certified. When does that process happen? Uh, it'll be certified sometime today. Um, I haven't checked in the last hour or two. It could have been certified since I last checked. We had uh, 11 different petitions, so we wanted to make sure everything was correct. And, of course, we've already been sued multiple times over these petitions, even though it's not uh, correct under the law to do that yet. So we've been really triple and quadruple checking everything to make sure we've got it correct it's funny the aclu really doesn't want anybody to mess with their abortion referendum tell us why they sued you um frankly they sued us because we told the truth uh you know in court they've said oh this isn't an abortion referendum this is uh about reproductive rights and other things when clearly it is about abortion that's what they've talked about when they were trying to raise funding for it. That's how it's reported in, in mass media. And most importantly, that's how the people of the state would understand it. And it's my job to write language that's honest, uh, that's not pejorative in either direction, but informs the people of the state. I've done that, and evidently they're concerned that if the truth is told about what they filed with my office, the people won't vote for it. Tell, tell us a little bit about, you know, I was trying to explain yesterday on the show, the, the Secretary of State, the job you have is to write a summary so that if people don't read the entire referendum, which like the marijuana one last year is very difficult to do when they're so extraordinarily long, what's the process that your office goes through when you write this summary? We have a 100 words to concisely, completely, and just, you know, in a balanced way, explain what the language would do if it were approved by the people. So to do that, we actually have several people from different areas of my office with different backgrounds to try to get as wide a breadth of expertise to look at this as we can. Uh, generally, the first thing we do is we outline what the legal changes would be because all but probably 5% of the time, there are more changes than we have the ability to put in the language. So if it's changing 15 things, we look at our 100 words and say, with what we're required to do by the Constitution, I can only put five of those down. 
So which of the five are most important? And then, well, this is the most important. Well, is the second one still most important if we have that one, or do we go with it? And then it's really just struggling to find how we can put as much just even-handed, unbiased, clear information in front of the people as we can in 100 words. How often, when you write these ballot summaries, how often do you get sued? Um, you know, there are a lot of times that people file these. I think we've had 120 initiative petitions that have been filed with our office so far. Most of those people aren't actually trying to collect signatures on. I would say normally if someone is collecting signatures on an initiative petition, there will be at least one lawsuit over the language, if not over the fiscal note also, because if they're actually trying to get it on the ballot, there's generally at least two sides, if not more. One side that's for it, one side that's against it, and could be several sides against it. So it's it's common for them to be sued over if they're trying to get signatures and actually make changes. And then, you know, what what's the... What's the standard the judge is looking at? I, I assume they have to give your office some deference um, in, in writing the language. Um, they're supposed to. Uh, there are sometimes disagreements about whether they do or not, uh, depending on the judge. But the, uh, the simple layman's ter- way of looking at it is we are supposed to articulate for the people of the state what uh, voting for it or against it, what voting for it would do. If this were approved, what would the changes be? We try to do that as comprehensively as possible, but, you know, we've had initiative petitions that were 45 or more pages long. You can't explain 45 pages of legalese in 100 words. We try to be complete. We try to be uh, concise in 100 words, and we try to be non-biased. So the people know what they're voting on, and they can decide themselves how they want to vote on it. So obviously, as, as we discussed, the ACLU said, oh, we're going to dismiss. And then once once he, he actually certifies it, we're coming back again. What's the timeline on that? When, when do you actually go to trial again? Um, I don't know. My guess is that they will have another lawsuit filed uh, tomorrow. There have been, I've lost track, maybe three lawsuits filed on these uh ip so far we've been dismissed at least from two of them but i would guess they'll file tomorrow and then uh the court will i guess expedite this i would guess uh sometime in august and when they do this do they have their own language they want or do they just say we don't like his language and and gosh darn it you need to change it oh no they'll submit their own it you know i jokingly say it'll do say something about unicorns and and uh, rainbows and uh, everyone will have an extra chicken in their cooking pot if this passes they they definitely will have language they suggest that will uh i would say be totally biased am i right that no matter what happens it's likely to get appealed i mean are we just gonna is this just a a stopover on the way to the supreme court <laughs> uh that's very observant you're right uh i would uh if I were a betting man, I would definitely bet that this issue won't be determined at the Cole County level. This issue will either be decided with a decision by the uh, Missouri Supreme Court or at least the Missouri Supreme Court saying, no, nah, we'll just let the, appellate, the appeals court handle it. This is not the end of the litigation. And, and you know, in, in a trial like this, most people never get the chance to see a, 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 a trial like this. 
it's a bench trial. Are we are we calling witnesses, or is it just a bunch of briefs? How, how's the trial play out? You know, uh, it, it's different every time. Normally, though, if there are witnesses, there's maybe one expert witness for both sides, depending on the subject matter. This is usually the sort of thing that, um, while the judge, I wouldn't expect the judge to rule the same day that they have the hearing, it's generally the sort of thing where a hearing is going to take half a day, maybe a day. I wouldn't ex- expect a multi-day hearing on this. Uh, the initiative petition isn't that long. The, uh, the, 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 the language we wrote isn't that long. It's, 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 it's a pretty simple thing, but you have two people that very disagree, at least on how it should be done. And then what, what, what ability does the judge, I obviously they've got the ability to say, Hey, the, the language the secretary wrote seems appropriate. We're going to let that lie. I assume they also have the ability to say, Oh, whatever the language has been submitted by the other side, we're going to do that. Do they have the ability to do something in the middle where they strike certain things and leave certain things? Yeah. And that's, uh, I think the most common, if they're going to change it, uh, frequently they don't. If they are going to change it, generally speaking, they don't just whole cloth go with what what the uh, plaintiffs requested. They, If they're going to change it, they normally uh, do some modification, but don't change the whole cloth. So it's possible that, that the judge says, we're going to change a little of this, a little of that, and we're going to leave some of this and some of that. And both sides are like, no, we don't like that language. We're appealing. Well, that's government. Very frequently, <laughs> every side is unhappy with government. I, that totally makes sense. Finally, you know, you mentioned this. You get sued a lot. You get sued, especially on this abortion issue. You, you get sued a lot. When you go to court on this issue, who argues for the Secretary of State's office? Uh, this was argued very ably today. Um, I think Jason Lewis was the uh, individual from the uh, Attorney General's office that argued that for us. Generally speaking, the Attorney General's uh, office argues for us. There have been times in the past where, for one reason or another, we have done those arguments in-house. But uh, the AG's office and Jason Lewis did a fine job today, and I thank them for it. All right. So we'll we'll certify the ballot language today on the abortion referendum. You'll get sued again. You'll go to court and and have this battle royale and eventually end up in the Supreme Court. We're going to stay on top of this because I I think of all the stories next year, uh, I know you probably think the governor's race is going to be the biggest one. I think the abortion referendum may be the biggest one. But we're going to have, I mean, that that we're we're essentially setting the the rules of engagement for maybe the biggest battle of of the year next year. Uh, That's arguable. um, And those are all going to be entwined together. And it's important that we do the right thing by the people of the state because I trust the people of the state when they're given the facts to make a good decision. Secretary Ashcroft, as we do every day, we finish up with two questions. First is this our question. always the, scares me. Oh, they're easy. <laughs> they're, they're, there's no algebra in there or anything. First question is, what is, um, hold on, I got I to gotta, I gotta make sure I, I word it correctly. What is the you best You know, I thing? like algebra. Ha! I should have known that. <laughs> You're an engineer. Uh, what's the best thing about the town that you grew up in? You know, for me, it was being able to return to it. I, I grew up in Jefferson City, Missouri. I, I like to jokingly say it's a boring town, but a wonderful place to raise a family. And my jobs took me elsewhere. But now I am getting to raise my kid in the, the town that I, that I was raised in. 
and it's it's great to see old friends. I hate to say that, but I'm getting old, and it's great to to be able to share kind of some of the memories I had growing up now with my kids growing up in the same place. Final question. People are interested in this in this 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 legal fight. They're interested in your campaign. How do they find out? How do they follow you on social media or follow follow uh, find out more information about you? You know, on on the official side, they can go at Missouri SOS on Twitter or SOS.mo.gov. On the campaign side, it's at J Ashcroft Mo or it's Ashcroft for Missouri, both on Facebook or AshcroftForMissouri.com. Secretary of State, thanks so much for joining us today. We'll be following this uh, this this legal battle closely. Probably have you on. What uh, uh, are the next stops along the the circuit, judicial circuit? Sounds great. I will never stop defending the people. Have a great day. Thanks so much. That was Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft. I, I gotta say, first off, I love the fact that the ACLU sued, and the secretary's like, "Well, we're we're not." We haven't even certified it yet. I mean, they're, the funny thing is the ACLU is the same people constantly complaining while the other side's dragging their feet. And the secretary's like, well, well, actually you, you can't even sue us yet because we've not done, done what you said we've done. Now I know the ACLU is going to sue tomorrow, but they're in such a hurry to get their, to, to get their disapproval on file. They couldn't even wait for the language to be completed before they jumped into court. It's fascinating to watch this all play out. I also got to say this. Being the the judge in Cole County, you I mean, he was he had the fiscal note lawsuit last week. You you must just live with politicians and and advocates in your courtroom. I mean, I wonder if they ever get just a, a normal car accident case or if it's always like well, we're going back to the Cole County Courthouse again. It, it seems like that is ground zero for every single one of these fights going on in the state of Missouri. And I get that. It's sort of like the D.C. Court of Appeals is, is the biggest court of appeals because of what happens in Washington. But being the judge, being one of the judges in Cole County, Missouri, has to be just so fascinating to because you get all of these lawsuits filed with you. And then it has to be so frustrating because they always get appealed. No matter how you rule, they always get appealed. Always. It's crazy. I, I love the kind of common theme today of judges, or not judges, lawyers making mistakes with the, with the ACLU and then the, the, the Hunter Biden oh thing my, as well. Oh, that's true. I even thought about that. I mean, what, what is going on in the justice system where now lawyers are making this type, these types of mistakes repeatedly, it seems? That is true. And like, the, you know, if you're the ACLU, that's, that's some money. You spend money to draft a petition. You spend money to go march into court. And then the judge's like, well, well, you sued too early. Don't worry. You can sue tomorrow, but you can't sue today. That's a waste of it's, it's time and money. Yeah. You got to get your suit repressed and dry clean, you know, get different socks on. I mean, it's, it's, it's got to be frustrating. All right. We're out of time. We're going to come back. Daniel, sir, friend of mine used to be in, um, in, in the in gubernatorial administration in Wisconsin. Now he is a columnist. With World Magazine, he reviewed a new book. It's a collection of essays from the Claremont Institute called Up From Conservatism. And it's basically a dive into the old right, new right. We're going to have him on coming up next. Don't forget, 515 Joel Cannon, what the hell's going on in Washington, D.C.
skill to understand What God has willed, what God has planned